1: Well, here we are once again for the Growing and Grace Podcast. Me, Mike Kapler, him, Joel Brizekee, and you, our friends out there in Podcast Land. Thanks for joining with us. All past archived programs, growing and org. Mr. Breesackey.
0: Mm, all of them. Every single one of them at uh, growingandgrace.org. org. You can well, for one thing, you can go to growing and grace org and search if there's a certain topic or anything you wanna Look for that we may have talked about and see if it shows up in the results. And there is a page that says, uh, it used to say download all podcasts. Uh, I changed it to podcast archive or something like that. (laughs) But click on there and and, uh, they're not listed by name there, but you can just download 700 plus podcasts to your heart's content if you'd really like to. And some people have done that, haven't they, Cap? They've told us they've gone back to the beginning. Some have listened several times and um that's that's pretty awesome, I think
1: well, and I'm amazed even even recently how how many people we hear from who are telling us that they're going back through them you know that's that's exciting i, I think uh I, I that's something I haven't done yeah <laughs> I haven't, I haven't gone either back through them <laughs> I've gone and
0: listened to past ones but not all
1: of them, not nearly no.
0: all of them no
1: and I would imagine there's some things that we say along the way because this is not a scripted program, right? It's called growing in grace. So we're growing in our understanding of the gospel just like you are. And I would imagine that we've gained quite a bit of ground in our understanding over the last 15 years. At the same time, uh, I think the the basics of, of what we talk about have probably remained pretty consistent. So, but there's always more to learn, right? And we've been doing this series on Hebrews, and we are in chapter 10. And Joel, I'll let you start us off here to get this one rolling.
0: Yeah, well, um, one thing about the book of Hebrews, you and I were talking about this, Cap, is that the the writer, he repeats a lot of things Maybe he'll say some things in different ways, or maybe he'll, you know. I mean, going back to chapter one and going two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and we're up to 10. Some of the things he repeats, like some of the things in chapter 10, he's kind of repeating what he had said in chapter nine and prior to that. But what he's trying to do here is he's telling his fellow Hebrews. You know, it's a Hebrew that wrote this, and he's writing to the fellow Hebrews who had been under this law, who had been under the old covenant. It had been going on for centuries and telling them how there was a purpose for that. But that covenant, those offerings, the sacrifices of animals and all of that, God had no pleasure in that, but he had a different will. He had a will that he wanted to be done, and as we talked about last week in in the beginning part of of Hebrews 10, that will was Jesus Christ, the offering of the body of Jesus Christ for the sins of mankind. We ended up with uh, verse 10 of 10, By that will we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus once for all. And that's a theme that you'll see throughout this thing. It's about Jesus it's about his offering, his sacrifice of himself, and how that superseded and did away with the entire Old Covenant. So we've got a covenant back then made up of 613 laws and commandments, including sacrifices, including offerings, including rituals, including including the Ten Commandments, including everything. It's one law made up of 613 different commandments— wiped out, done away with, made obsolete, as the writer says in chapter 8, all because of this one sacrifice of Jesus Christ. And so that is what's so important in all this. I've thought often, and I've probably said it on here, that this book of Hebrews is so important because it, it really establishes this. I think a lot of people, including me in the past, I looked at the book of Hebrews and I was kind of scared by Not scared, but just kind of overwhelmed. I didn't understand it all. So I think a lot of people don't read it. They'll zero in on verse 26. If we sin willfully after we receive the knowledge of truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins. And, and a verse in Hebrews 6, that are scary verses and, you know, loss of salvation, whatever. It, they'll look at zero in on those verses and forget everything else that was said in this. And so that's why we've taken, what is this, uh, 12, 13 episodes so far on Hebrews or, or more, I think. We've done quite a few. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, we really enjoy talking about this because it talks about this, how, how important Jesus was and how our works how what Jesus did supersedes our works, good and bad. It supersedes any offering that we could imagine giving to God, any promise we could imagine giving to God, anything that we could offer to God is made obsolete because of this one perfect sacrifice of Jesus. So I didn't really necessarily bring up anything yet from Hebrews 10, but that's a, (laughs) that's a, that's a, that was what I guess it just came out. (laughs) You, so you read there my it. mind. <laughs> read <Right laughs> your mind. Great minds,
1: great hearts. Let, let me push the wagon <laughs> further down the hill. Um, now, uh, it was all good stuff, nonetheless. So, and going back to what we talked about last week in verse eight, when J- saying above sacrifices and offerings and whole burnt offerings, this was like a prophetic utterance from the Old Testament coming from Jesus to God and Jesus is saying sacrifices and offerings and whole burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin you have not desired god uh, nor have you taken pleasure in them which are offered according to the law and behold i have come to do your will and he takes away the first in order to establish the second so again i i know there's a you know some grace groups out there who will make statements like uh, the sacrifice of Christ wasn't really the will of God. Well, I mean, how do you dance around this? Of course yeah. it was the will of God. They, they'll, they'll say things like Jesus was murdered. Well, <laughs> Jesus said, nobody takes my life. I lay it down willingly. I mean, this was the plan from the beginning, from the foundation of the, of the world, right. from the beginning of time. This was the plan. But those old sacrifices were not the will of God. They were just a shadow. They were meant to deflect us to the Lamb of God who would offer one sacrifice, not many. And so we have that going on. Behold, I have come to do your will. Once again, that's a statement, an old covenant prophecy. I have come to do your will. He takes away the first in order to establish the second. We've talked about this. And this is important as we read Scripture in general, but we find in, in, in some books, and and there's several that jump out to me in the New Testament, where there's just a thread and a theme that continues throughout the entire letter. Hebrews, to me, is, is one of those. We find the writer of Hebrews repeating some things that he had said earlier in the book, maybe a chapter or two ago, maybe earlier than that. And this is one of those instances. He takes away the first, the first what? The first covenant. Which contained the law, which came through Moses, it takes that away in order to establish a second covenant. And remember what he said in Hebrews chapter 8 about that. There would be no reason to establish a second covenant if there hadn't been fault found with the first. So you can see that he's saying things now to build on things that he had said earlier. And so we have the second covenant now being established through Christ, through the will of God, through his sacrifice. And by this will, in verse 10, we have been sanctified through this offering, through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Let um, me just gotta say that again. This is the NASB, by the way. Hebrews ten ten. By this will, we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Well, how many of us in evangelical uh, circles or other church circles? Have been told that we try to keep the law we try to follow the commandments because it will help set us apart and sanctify us and make us holy <laughs> well that all sounds good when you start mixing the covenants together it would seem to make sense but we don't uh, mix the covenants together do we there are two very different covenants and, and you see under the law the jews were trying to keep that law in order to set themselves apart from everyone else It didn't work out, obviously. That's why there's a second covenant, as we've been saying. But um, the the sanctification that we now uh, acquire as believers in Christ is also gifted to us, just like salvation. Okay, There's nothing you can do to sanctify yourself. Um, Jesus sanctified himself so that we might be sanctified through him. Um, Verse 11, every priest stands daily ministering and offering time after time the same sacrifices which can never take away sins. Um, so they, it, this wasn't just an annual thing. There were there was different sacrifices for different things under the law, but this was a daily thing. Priests stood daily offering time after time the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. But he, Jesus, here's that one of those contrasts again. He, having offered one sacrifice for sins for all time, past, present, and future sat down at the right hand of God, waiting from that time un- uh, until uh, his enemies are made a footstool for his feet. Um, and, and so what, what's cool here is that the priest under the law never sat down. Why? Because they they had to keep offering more sacrifices. There was always more forgiveness. All it could do was offer an atonement, which means a covering, but the sins were still there. They were just covered up Continuous forgiveness, continuous sacrifices, continuous standing by the priest. This high priest, Jesus, he offered just one sacrifice. And guess what? He didn't keep standing. He sat down. And why is that? Because the offering of forgiveness going forward was no longer going to be necessary.
0: If you're lost and you look, and you will find me <laughs> time after time. Yes, those sacrifices were were repeated time after time after time. And in as many times as they were repeated over and over again, they never did a thing to take away sins. Nothing. Nada. All it did was bring a reminder of sins. But Jesus, after he had offered the one sacrifice, one sacrifice, I'm just repeating what you had said. I guess we'll title this one, repeat, or I don't know, and and put this podcast on repeat. (laughs) Well, the writer was doing it. (laughs) Exactly. Because this one man, he had offered one sacrifice for sins, Jesus doing that. He sat down. And uh, so through that one sacrifice, guess what? we've been perfected forever we've been sanctified and so uh, the the big contrast here again it's a book of contrasts here many sacrifices versus one one sacrifice one offering many mandated sacrifices under the old covenant Jesus offering himself for the sake of of all of mankind and so this sacrifice that Jesus did is is for everybody and whoever believes in and receives it receives everything that was provided through the cross and through the resurrection of jesus christ so we'll have to get into uh we we obviously we didn't get far into chapter 10 here and that's okay because i think this was this was really good this is a really good uh, maybe a repetition of things we've already said a highlighting things that have already been said in the in the book of hebrews um and it and it will help uh jump us into the rest of of hebrews 10 here and so, you know, we'll talk about how God says, I will put my laws into their hearts and in their minds I will write them because people question that a lot. And they think that, well, the Ten Commandments are written on our hearts and in our minds. Um, but there's so much to contrast here. There's so much to bring up. And so we'll talk about that next week right here on Growing in Grace at growingingrace.org.